another episode of Snacks in the City. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Snacks is back. I'm with... <laughs> so we're remote right now and I... my phone is plugged in. I've never recorded with my phone. I always have my iPad, but I left it at your apartment and I have my AirPods in and I standing and dancing I'm literally standing and dancing and snapping to that (laughs) I think that's the funniest I've ever heard you sing it (laughs) oh man so how the heck are you um I'm I'm doing okay except for I realized something truly sad are you ready to hear it because it is going to affect you too. Okay, now I'm double scared. Um, what what is it? You took a big sigh. Um, on Saturday, next Saturday, November nineteenth, we will have to um change our Instagram bio because we will no longer be two twenty something girls. We will be one twenty something girl and one bold maid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That is a harsh reality that I didn't want to have to enter into. Yeah, but you know, it's going to be okay because 30 are for thriving or something like that, you know. Um, I am coming to terms with that philosophy of like, we have been fed a fairy tale that just doesn't really make any sense. Like, why would your life just be, like, beautiful and wonderful and put together in your 20s? Like, your 20s are for learning to manage your alcohol issues and dating stupid boys and, like, figuring out how money and taxes work. And, like, no, you know? I'm not going to do that. So then when you're 30, like, you've already done all the hard things. Like, all the stupid stuff, you've already done all your, like, stupid first seconds. And honestly, in my case, I've done some stupid third time around type shit. So, you know, my 30s, I think, will be pretty cool because, like, all the random stress will be gone. Like, I'll know how to manage right a lame boyfriend or, like, no, I'll know. We're not going to have just... lame boyfriends in our 30s. Yeah, right. Like, I think all the dumb stuff happens in your 20s. Like, your 20s are for fun and wasting time and, like, bopping around. And, like, your 30s are for fun and bopping around and thriving and elevating. And, like, but you know, so you can have fabulous 40s. Like, you're just setting yourself up for the next phase. Your yeah. 20s set you up for a good 30s. You're right. Honestly, you're right. I was along on the ride for your 20s. Your 30s are going to be great. I loved my mid-20s. I think that is like like when I moved to the city oh my god you know I mm-hmm. loved that girl and honestly when you think about it that girl is really on her comeback because she you're is, gonna be but... moving and turning a new age and like that's the start of so many journeys maybe getting a new job like you have a lot of new fun chapters starting yeah my dad keeps reminding me he his whole life changed when he turned 30. He got a new job. Um, he bought a house that then his favorite child was born 30 years ago <laughs> next Saturday. <laughs> um, 
No, I am his favorite daughter this weekend because I'm taking him to the Bears game tomorrow and our seats are close and we're going to be fucking freezing. But hey, yeah, but I said, Dad, we got to layer up and liquor up. And he said, yeah, both. <laughs> I love that about him. Yeah, but I will be okay. I will be okay. I will get through it. You know, he will. He really will. Um. Well, how the hell are you besides having an old ass bestie? <laughs> no, I'm not old yet. So I gotta wait. Yet. We'll start that next week. Um, no, in my family, we say you're not old until you can't take care of yourself. Um, so you have Okay, then I was old 10 years ago. <laughs> Madeline. <laughs> ah. um, but I, to answer your question, I am on the up and up today because I stepped on the scale. For the first time in a long time, and I didn't immediately have the thought that I should drown because I lost seven pounds. <laughs> so. Good for you. Um, so yeah, there's that. And you know what? I'm just taking small wins where I can get them because I watched a TikTok that felt far too relatable today. Um, this girl was like, I know that the seasonal depression is hitting because my response to everything is like I'm going to kill myself. Why would I do anything when I could just die? If I'm out of dishes, balcony. I got to do laundry. I'm taking a toaster bath. And I was like, oh, my God, you're so right. It's not me. It's just like it's cold and dark all the time now. And it's terrible. It's truly it's really hitting so much harder this year, I feel like. Especially because we've had those few warm days and it's like oh i'm gonna go for an evening walk when i get home from work at fucking 6 30 um nope you can't because it's pitch black out there it's like i'm terrified of getting murdered because it's like you wouldn't go for a walk by yourself at midnight and it's like oh actually it's literally 5 p.m but like <laughs> what are we gonna do yeah yeah so Ugh, it's really terrible but um yeah, the seasonal depression hits a little different this season. Like, I don't know what they put in the seasoning for this set of seasonal depression. But, like, it's a little heavy on the salt, maybe. You know, like, could we <laughs> calm yeah. down? Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. But we're, the small one today is we are down seven pounds. Shout out my Adderall uh, because I have not worked out in God. I can't even say. It's embarrassing. But we've switched up the diet. And also I got put on Adderall. So I'm, t- I'm still taking it as my win because I deserve it. You do. You got to take those wins where you can. You know. I'm an optimist. Um. So seeing of optimist, I immediately take it back. I'm not one i'm not because the top three is so it's really funny to me except for one story is literally not funny but i'm gonna say that one first and just like get it out of the way and then the rest is like literally stupid but like we have to talk about it so are you ready to get into it bring it on tough guy (laughs) okay so first things first i'm the realist That joke never fails to make me laugh because I never see it coming, but it's always funny. 
see. Um, but to top things off here, um, rest in peace to Aaron Carter. Oh, it's so fucking sad. It's so sad. And also, rest in peace, take off. He was one third yeah. of Migos. And that's also so sad. Both just like very tragic, very young losses. Like, Takeoff yeah. was only 28 years old. Aaron Carter was only 34. Um, and it's just sad to see people that young go, like, no matter the circumstances. And yeah, it's really upsetting. And, you know, prayers to all the families and fans and all the things. But on the specific topic of Aaron Carter, I need everyone to just, like, calm down and stop being so gross. What? You know? I need people to stop being gross. The things that are being said about him in just, like, general conversation on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and, like, all the crazy TMC articles, like, just because someone is on drugs doesn't mean they're less worthy of, like, respect. And it's just really sad to me to see how people are talking about him. And so this is just a gentle reminder to people out there, like, just because someone is on drugs does not mean they're, like, less than. Because substance abuse disorder is a thing. Like, people who get addicted, it's a disease. So, like, be kind. Yeah. Like, people who love him can see your tweets and your videos and, like, imagine, just imagine it being your family having to see that vitriol. Like, it's gross. You're gross. Yeah. And also, like, it's hard for the family, too, because they had to kind of cut ties with him. Because he was an addict. Like, you can't Yeah, it's, you know. It's a really hard time for them. And then also the Carters in general. Like, this is not the first time they have a sister who passed similar circumstances at age 25 a couple years ago. And so just, like, of course you're allowed to have your opinions, blah, blah, blah. But, like. Something actually that really triggered me to want to say this at the top of the episode was there was a girl on TikTok. She didn't say who her father was, but she said her father was a celebrity and she was similar aged um, as Aaron Carter's son. So his son is currently 11 months old. So this girl was about the same age when her father passed and there was tons and tons of speculation about how he passed, why he passed. There was, like, all these conspiracy theories. Did the Illuminati take him out? Like, all these crazy stories. And she's like, you have to be mindful. Like, his son will see these videos. And so I really urge you, if you're, you know, putting things out that aren't fact, maybe take it down. Because as a child, she had to go through, like, watching videos of people speculating about her father's death and, like, reading all these crazy articles about these crazy things of, like, did so-and-so kill him? Did the record label have him killed? And she's like, when you're little, like, when you're a teen, like, you don't know what's true. You don't know what to believe. And it just, like, casts this very strange mistrust over, like, everyone in your life because you have no idea why all these people are saying all these different things. And it really, like, I don't know, something about that really sat weird with me. I was like, yeah, that, you don't think about that. But, like, that baby is 11 months now. But eventually he won't be, and eventually right. he'll be on the internet. And so, 
be mindful, folks. Yeah. So that's, that's story sad. number one. Rest in peace to those guys. Um. Okay. Story number two is so stupid, but pretty funny if you ask me. So first, I'm going to start with a question. Have you been keeping up at all with this, like, Twitter debacle now that Elon Musk owns Twitter? Um, I have not. Okay, I figured that was going to be your answer, and so I wrote a few bullet points to kind of bring you up to speed. Thank you. So, Elon Musk, homeboy from, you know, Tesla and SpaceX. Mm -hmm. I'm familiar. He bought Twitter for $44 million. Which, to me, just seems stupid. But what do I know? Because I have $5 to my name. Um, <laughs> and I think $13 for a vodka of soda is a good deal. So, it is. we're not going to judge him on that. But he bought it. Um, and so, you know, he said that as a company, Twitter is losing money every single day. It, there's not really anything going on to make money as a company. So he decided that he was going to make it $8 a month to, um, you could do this like subscription and then anyone can be verified, which for people who don't know on Twitter, similar to Instagram and literally any other social media app ever, the blue verified check just means that this has been verified to be this person. To get verified, there are several steps you have to take before it can happen. Um, you have to prove that you are, you know, a public brand or entity or, you know, kind of a socialite or something in that regard. You're a business. This is your verified account because people need to know that, you know, this is where they can find official updates for you, your brand, whatever it might be. There's lots of steps to get verified. You can't just be verified. Elon Musk has now decided social media has worked this way for, I don't know, its whole existence. And I don't like that because I'm Elon Musk and I don't like when people tell me no. So I'm going to make it. Anybody can be verified. You just have to pay $8 a month. You get the Twitter blue app instead of the regular app. And then you get a blue verified check. That's stupid. Uh-huh. And because now he's like in this kick of he's friends with like a bajillion conservatives. And so he's in this kick of like. People have blue verified checks and they feel elite. No longer. Everyone has access. And it's like, okay, I do understand what you're trying to do here. But like the blue verified check serves a purpose. Right. And everyone told him this for weeks. And he didn't care. For days and days and days, he just was like, no, I don't care. I'm doing it. And so several celebrities kind of all at once, there was this like one day of like tornadoes. It was like, um, Oh, shoot. What's that guy's name? He writes all the scary movies. Um, or Martin. Um, no. Stephen. Yeah. King. He said, all right, I'm over Twitter. Whoopi Goldberg left Twitter. Gigi Hadid announced she was leaving Twitter. It was just like a bunch of people were like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. That, yeah. It's nuts. And within um, two days, it took two days for it to get crazy. So there's a company. They're a pharmaceutical company and they sell insulin. Okay. So anyone can get verified and now there's no more, like there's a little badge that says official, but it's very confusing for like people on Twitter. If you're just scrolling very quickly, you only mm -hmm. see that tag that says official 
in addition to that blue verified check, if you click and like go on that person's Twitter, which when you're scrolling your timeline, that's not what you're doing. Right. So you have no way to know. So people have been making spoofs, parodies on purpose. And so they're tweeting silly things from like SpaceX and Tesla. They're making like these fake profiles, but they're verified. So that's you funny. don't know what's real Tesla and what's not. And so somebody tweeted from the SpaceX spoof, but it's verified, so you don't know. And it's like, yeah, actually all this SpaceX stuff started because somebody told Elon Musk his penis would look bigger on Mars because the gravity is different. And so now we're here. (laughs) And so it's all been pretty lighthearted and funny until somebody made a spoof account of this pharmaceutical company that sells insulin. And they said, good news. We are now going to be giving away insulin for free. We want to oh save lives, gosh. not make money. No. And people are thinking, ha, 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 that's so funny. But it's not funny. And I'll tell you why. The company lost billions of dollars in one day because it's there's no real way to tell unless you really look that it's not this company. So I think the company's called like Lolly or something like that. Ellie Lolly, something like that. And their company is like at Lolly, but somebody made one that's like at Lolly real. Someone made one that's like at Lolly official. And they're all tweeting back and forth. Like the real company is like, no, we're not giving away insulin for free. I'm sorry that you were misled by a fake tweet. We're not giving away insulin for free. Then the other company is like, Yes, we are giving it away for free because the man who created insulin, he gave the patent away for $1 because he didn't want it to be expensive. He wanted to save lives. Like he was not interested in making money. He was interested in making sure people don't die from their insulin being off. So now the company is going back and forth with all the fake accounts and people are selling their shares, selling their stocks in this company because they're like, oh, if you're giving it away for free, why would I do this? You know, and so they lost billions, plural, in one day. And now people are wondering how will Elon Musk be held responsible? Hello. Yeah. Okay. I cut out. <laughs> I don't know. Um. I don't know if it recorded or not, though. Do you think it did? I think so. Because the timer was still going. Well, I the last thing I heard was the, the t- Twitter, all the different Twitters for this insulin company were going back and forth. Okay, so the Twitter companies are all going back and forth about whether the insulin is free or not. And the fake ones are like, well, the man who created insulin wanted to make sure people had access to, you know, like health and like life. He didn't want people dying. So he gave the original patent away for $1. Oh my God. Because his intention was to like, you know, create this insulin and, you know, support people's health and make sure people don't die. Um, and these people, they are selling insulin for, you know, $400 per prescription because they want to um, become billionaires. So now they've lost billions, plural, billions. in one day. 
because people are like, oh, well, if they're giving it away for free, like there's no point in owning stock in this company. So people are selling. And so the worth of the company has dropped and dropped and dropped um, literally billions of dollars in a day. And yeah, they're wondering, will Elon Musk be held responsible for this? And as of today, I you can't find Twitter blue. It's not available in the app store anymore. And the people who have paid their $8 are noticing now that their um, blue badges are gone. And I'm to show you their subscription. Like there's like a separate little page about it. It's gone. And so we'll have to wait and see if he's going to throw a temper tantrum and finally say, okay, everyone was right. <laughs> or. Is he going to bring it back with some fixes? We don't know. But there's that. I just, like, I feel like he makes hasty decisions and doesn't really think them through. And he should be held responsible. I mean, if my company lost billions of dollars because Elon Musk wanted to be an idiot, I would try to, I would literally figure out, I would be asking everyone around me, what can we do? Yeah. What can we do? How can I make him as upset as I am today? Because there's no way I'm letting that slide. No. Like, at all. It's nuts. Um, And so I feel like I've said it before, and I will always stand by it. Elon Musk is a nerd. Nerd. He is a rich nerd. And everyone, Mm -hmm. like, is always drooling over him and calling him, like, a genius and all the things. I always think like if you say that or you have that oh when guys have that in their hinge prompts and things I just like automatically know you're a loser because (laughs) Elon Musk just like reeks of I'm smarter than you and it's like no you're not smarter than me you are a weirdo with money like you're not a genius you didn't make Tesla and SpaceX you hired people to do that and it has your name on it and so now everyone's drooling all over you. Like, you didn't do it. So I'm not impressed. And that's why Twitter sucks, because you have to do the work. And now we all know you're not that smart. Yeah, the jig is up, man. What's that movie? Someone's like, you're not very pretty. And you're not, not very, very bright. Oh, um, Cinderella story. Yeah. That's how I feel. I'm her. It's like, shut up and go cook a burger. Yeah. Ugh. Which honestly, he grew up rich and he probably can't even do that. No, okay. he probably can't. He'll... And the last thing that really ruined my morning, Chris Evans was voted sexiest man alive. He's on the cover of People magazine. That ruined your morning? Oh, that he no, has no. a girlfriend? And then, and then he thinks, okay, now everybody knows. I'm the sexiest man alive. I've been acknowledged and da da da. Here's my girlfriend. So rude. It's actually literally so rude. She's so pretty. It's her. She's a Portuguese actress. Her name is Alba Baptista, and she's gorgeous. She is. She's the kind of pretty you look at. You just immediately. You don't even have to look at yourself. You just look at her, and you know what you look like. So you're like, aww. <laughs> Like, I don't even have to look in the mirror to feel bad. I just, like, see her picture, and I'm like, oh, my God. 
you know, just like a deep sigh. It's really unfortunate for me. Really great and beautiful and wonderful for them, but I'm not happy for you. (laughs) (laughs) You do not have my blessing. I'm being a hater. Mark, this dog next door won't stop barking and I I can't hear it. I want to scream. I mean, that's really wonderful. That's good. It won't like ruin this recording, but like do they not know that I'm on the edge right now of glory? Mm-mm, some definitely on the edge of something else. I want to like open the window and just stick my middle finger out of it. Just so that they know I'm upset. <laughs> but I'm not going to because. Do it. I dare you. No, I think that this neighbor is in the mob. Oh my God. Oh yeah, you've thought that for a while. Mm-hmm. I felt that since I was in like junior high. I'm pr- And I'm pretty certain that I'm right. I'm pretty sure he's in the Italian mob. And um, that's why I always just say hello and smile very big. And when their children talk to me. I am wonderful, beautiful, gracious. I love you guys all so much. Best neighbors ever, but they're literally the worst. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This Chris Evans thing, though, the timing of it is annoying to me because I'm working on a TikTok, and I've made a very fun list of celebrity men that I think, like, if they just met me, I could get them to like me. And I had Chris Evans on the list. Until now, I know what he's attracted to, and so I promptly, that's why it ruined my morning, I had to take his name off the list. Like, if those are the kind of girls you're into, I got no shot. Wait, I can't wait to see this TikTok. Yeah, I'm going to be so annoying on TikTok today because I finally finished backing up my phone, so I'm getting a new phone today. And so um, I tried to watch a video that explained to me how you can get a new phone and still save all your drafts and stuff, and I don't get it. So I'm just going to, like dump everything today so then that way if they don't transfer it doesn't matter well it should just be on your oh no but it's like it's the drafts in that app save in that app and that i don't really there was like a lot of steps and i didn't get it so i'm just gonna post a bunch today um when we're done recording and then i'm gonna go get my new phone and Hopefully stop looking like a potato on the internet because it has a better camera. Potato. Do you want to get into the topic at hand or are you scared? <laughs> a little bit of both. Why don't you tell the people what we're talking about this week? Okay. This week, you know, riding the coattails of spooky season, we're going to talk about fear and like up at night a la midnight you know that was beautiful thank you (laughs) i mean i think that if anyone's gonna do this topic it really makes sense that it's us because we're afraid of everything yeah and even just like surface level like i am so i feel like i'm constant state of scared i'm very jumpy me too i jump at my own reflection oh same my own shadow yeah the other day i literally almost fell down (laughs) (laughs) okay so like when i (laughs) 
when I get to my apartment, I park, I have a parking spot like behind the building and there's an alley. So I'm always scared because I always think somebody's going to like run up the other side of the alley and get me. So I try to get from my parking spot to inside the building as quickly as possible. And then there's a bunch of stairs for me to get up to my unit. And there's like, you know, the railing slash banister, whatever of the stairs. I like Mm -hmm. bumped my elbow on one of the posts. And like, instead of using my rational brain and being like, oh, yeah, the stairs, like the banister has like long posts, like at the landings. Mm -hmm. No. I use my panic brain. My elbow touches something. I immediately think that there's a man trying to get me. And I literally like dropped down into a squat and was like. (laughs) (laughs) It was literally just my elbow touched a piece of wood. I was in the hallway completely alone. And yeah, like what did you, I sat down. I sat down. When you're on the brink of getting kidnapped, sitting down is probably not going to save your life. And so not only am I always terrified, I am always stupid. <laughs> no. So, you know. And Man, that's, that's you don't just choose one fight or flight. You no, I literally just like, well, Crouch. I've learned there's fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. Fight or flight are just like the most popular. I am for sure a freezer. Fawn is like a stress response where like you do a bunch of stuff to try to like make everybody else in the room comfortable or like please to like hide your discomfort or like get the stress away from you. Oh. So that one's like not as, it's more like a, in like a social situation. Like fawn is kind of like if you were in a room with a bunch of people, like, like our whole friend group is hanging out and then like instead of being like, you guys are upsetting me. I would just like go above and beyond to like get the attention and stress off of me and just like like become like a people pleaser or something in the moment. Hmm. Interesting. So that one's just like not as often, but um, freeze is one that is often and people just like don't talk about it that much because they don't realize it's a stress response. Um, I learned about it because I was watching this video about like, a girl was feeling a lot of stress because she was sexually assaulted and she was like, why didn't I do anything? I didn't say no. I didn't say stop. I didn't scream. I didn't like try to text a friend. I literally just like realized like I was too drunk and I didn't say yes. I wanted to sleep with him. But like, it was very clear to me he was going to do it whether I said yes or no. And so she just, like, sat there. And then, like, after it happened, she was like, I literally didn't say a word. I didn't move. I didn't participate. I just laid there. And then he just left, and we never talked again. And I never told anybody until now. And I just, like, oh my God. I just, like, don't understand why didn't I do anything. And this therapist was explaining, like, we actually have a lot of stress responses, and freeze is one of them. And that's why, like, that happens to a lot of people. And I was like, oh, I mean, obviously, I've never been, like, in that particular situation, but I for sure freeze. I'm just like, (gasps) I whatever bad thing is going to get me is going to get me. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes you just got to take the L, you know? 
I'm constantly just taking me out. Like I truly thought I was getting kidnapped and my genuine response was to sit down on the stairs and make that crazy sound. <laughs> I didn't even turn around. I was like, well, I don't really want to, see- if it's coming, I don't want to see it. Just right. take me out, sir. Yeah. Luckily it was just the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I, can't listen to any of those crime stuff anymore just because I legitimately won't sleep like we listened to the one about Chris Watts and I could not sleep for the longest time same with like the Ted Bundy tapes not the Ozaka from um like the Aaron Hernandez he was not like why was I scared why why did I have to sleep with my cousin after watching the Aaron Hernandez one yeah, so because I just like love crime shows and all of the things I do too. Have. I just don't have like the I'm not I I just I can't. Yeah, that I do always find that interesting when you say that though, because like those ones to me, like I can always I don't feel I have weird dreams sometimes. I'm like, oh my god, what if somebody else like that is out there? But I feel like those ones, like, Ted Bundy's dead. Who cares? I'll watch that stuff all day. Or, you know, Aaron Hernandez, again, also dead. And he was going through a very specific set of issues. And, like, you know, he's not going to get me. Also, he's dead now. So, you know, safe. Um, yeah. Chris Watts, same thing. Like, he was going through a very specific thing. And he's not just, like, a crazy I know murder. So I can't I'm... listen to too many, like, unsolved cases where, like, like, if it's a crime and we're starting out with, like, the killer's name, I'm like, all right, we're Gucci. Because he's either <laughs> dead or handled. But when you hit me with, like, an unsolved crime or, like, a cold case, I do get a little bit nervous because, like, you just never know where that sucker could be. And I don't like that. <laughs> um, In my defense, I think a lot of my jumpiness comes from the fact that I was held at knife point. People forget. Ooh. People forget. Um, the body never forgets, though. That trauma I know. is in there. <laughs> Anytime someone like comes up behind me, I'm like, <gasps> you know, I I like, always think like if I hear something in the house, I I don't like close my door and like shut it. I'm like going to look for them. Maybe grab a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, but I'm like creeping around. I don't know what I would do if I actually saw someone ever. I think just run. See, it's also funny. Like, we're so opposite. Like, again, I'm a freezer. I'm not going to look for shit. I hear a sound in the night. I'm literally going to roll over, turn my back to the door, put one AirPod in and find some nature sounds and fall asleep as fast as I can. Oh, my God. If I hear something in the night or, like, you know, I'm prone to night terrors. So, I... Or, like, if I'm scared of something that night and I'm trying to sleep, I have to sleep, what, like, facing the door. Just what? so I can know if somebody comes in. Absolutely not. Well, because then I can jump around and scream. Like, you're and what, dead. Long right? you're in- exactly. Somebody can come and save me. <laughs> Madeline, there's an investigation. My downstairs, downstairs neighbor's boys would be like, yeah, we heard her screaming. And did what? Maybe they would come upstairs and be like, are you okay? And then they'd... And then they'd... No. 
I don't know, Brie. I feel like you the, are the way I mean, there are out. times where I do turn over and I'm like, whatever, I'm too tired. <laughs> Hopefully I can take things with me. <laughs> no, mine is a conscious choice. I'm like, oh, what was that? Actually, you know what? If God wanted me to know, he would have made it louder or like more obvious. Obviously none of my business. It's above me. I'm going to put my back <laughs> out of my to the danger. Right? Like it's not that serious. Just why would I want to see it coming? I'm also thinking I'm sitting in my well, because bedroom you're... at my like home home and there is no escape from this room. So like why would I face the door? If they come into the door, there's literally nowhere else for me to go. Why would I want to see them coming? Why would I, like I can't do anything. So you're just gonna give up immediately? No, it's not even giving up. So I'm being to your bed, you kick him. Whatever, so that if he does kill you, they'll be able to find him based on, they say you should really scratch him so that they can look under your fingernails and stuff. You know, if next time I hear something, I'll try to think of that. But I'll tell you what, I'm not, you could never catch me getting up and going out into the darkness looking for danger. No, way. no not at I night. Can. I don't do that. Like, if I'm at work and I hear something and the baby's sleeping, like, I'll go and be like, <laughs> like, during the day with the lights and the sun, not at night. Like, at night, forget about it. I'm pretty, God, I'm, I'm serious. I'm Even, I think I texted you, there was a crazy, crazy, crazy storm a couple weeks ago in Chicago, and I was home alone, and I was like, <gasps> My power is flickering from this oh my storm, God. and I have no idea where the power box is, so, like, I don't know what to do. And you were like, oh, no. And I texted my grandma, and I was like, I'm so scared right now, so good night. I literally went in my room and went to sleep. So I was like, I don't I – I took medicine to help me fall asleep. I was like, oh, right, my God. I'm getting taken out by the storm. At least I'm just going to wake up in heaven. Like, I don't want to – I don't want to live it out. I don't want to be scared. I can't sleep when I'm scared. Like, I need somebody to sleep with me. Well, I think I have, like, a stress response of, like, I can make myself go to sleep. I'm like, oh, my God, this is really scary and stressful. Can I? <laughs> oh, my God. I was literally in tears because my window was, like, rattling from the wind. And I was like, that window is going to break like this storm is crazy and I like my street has a lot of trees and like power lines and stuff I was like oh my god something's gonna fall over and that window is gonna break and I'm not gonna know what to do and like if the power goes out I don't know where the fuse box is so I went in my room it shut off the lights (laughs) (laughs) and I went to sleep because you know what that was the best solution I had at the time so, yeah, I guess you could say um, all that to say, I'm um, not really good with dealing with fear. I'm really not equipped to be scared. Me either. Um, and while it's very fun and funny to talk about our surface level scaredies, I'm <laughs> really here to talk about up at night, not besides the monsters and murderers. Yeah, but the the murderers of our brains. <laughs> yeah, those like internal monsters. Um, yeah. and I think this is like a really well timed 
episode for a few reasons. Um, one, I think that November is kind of the end of a. It's the start of the end of a lot of things, but it's also the start. Did you say of, that already, or am I having deja vu? No, I did say that already, but we had technical difficulties with the first round of recording, so nobody's going to hear that part. So I wanted to say it again on the part that people right, are actually I just gonna... needed to confirm that I'm not crazy. <laughs> not that crazy. <laughs> You're not crazy. So yeah, it's the start of the end of a lot of things, but it's also the start of a lot of new things for people. And so I think that just like November through January is just such a scary time in life just because there's so many things happening like there's so many unknowns and transitions and it's just like if you're anything like us it just can be a little overwhelming sometimes yeah but I also think it's a well-turned issue because for the first time ever I made a list on my birthday I copied my friend Riv um, and I made a list of like 28 things I learned at 28 and I always set an intention because I like to celebrate New Year's like at my birthday. And my intention for 29, before I ever even knew we were going to do this issue, like this episode, was to be less fearful. Wow. And so well, hey. it just kind of all worked out because I've been really like I made this list of 28 things I learned at 28 and a lot of it has to do with like releasing fear releasing my fear of the unknown and embracing like that the other side is not always bad or scary like sometimes when you let go of that fear there really is something good on the other side yeah it's just hard to let it go it is but so far it's been like really good for me good um, I actually have been sleeping horribly, and oh. it's just, like, one of those things. Well, maybe I should make a list like you did, but, I mean, it's too late. My birthday. No, it's not. A week. I made mine the night before I turned 29. All right, I'll keep that in mind. Um, She's not going to make one, guys. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I have been sleeping horribly. Um, Because it's just like one of those things where like I just can't turn my brain off at night. Like I'll fall asleep on the couch and then get to my bed and be like, so Maddie, remember how you are supposed to be looking for a new job and how you have no money? Let's Let's think about that right now. And then I'm like, well, I'm not sleeping, so maybe I should, like, get up and, like, do something. But then I'm like, well, no, it's midnight. That's crazy. And then I just, like, wallow, you know, and just think about anything, everything. Like, all the bad life choices I've ever made that led me to where my life is right now. That is what keeps me up at night. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You know, I do know, I do know. And when you feel yourself wallowing, do you have any like positive steps you take to get yourself out of that space? So something that I saw on TikTok that's advice 
sleep cleaning or something. So like, as soon as I get into my room, or even like probably 20 minutes before, like I don't look at my phone. Like I don't look at my phone at all. And that helps. Um, But then like, I'll, in those circumstances, I'll be fine. Oh my god falling asleep and then I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like oh my god you have no money you're 30 um yeah and then I'm sorry I will I'm think- laughing the way that you're saying it's crazy um yeah and then I'll think of like a song that I know all the words to and I'll just think and just like say it not out loud just like in my head because if I'm doing that, then I'm not worrying about the future, you know? Right. And, like, what about your future is scary to you? Like, the unknown of it all or, like, something in particular? Um, I think it's, like, if I keep living the way that I am, that I will, like, have to move back home, <laughs> which I don't want to do. Or keep not keep living the way that I am. Well, yeah. Because I can no longer afford to be a nanny. And that is scary. Like, when I think about all of that, like, because I love being a nanny and I love the kids. But I just can't do it anymore. You know? Mm-hmm. But anyway, how about you? <laughs> so, I'm really in a season of... um being less fearful because that is just like what I chose for my year, my 29th year. Like that's my intention. Um, and so like in prepping for this episode, I like reread my list of um, like what, what I learned at 28 and kind of the overall theme is, it's pretty much I didn't mean to do it this way which is why I set the intention that I did because the overall tone is like I'm very afraid of like things outside of my control and I think it is like my roommate was telling me I have like I'm a Libra um and Libras are very like worried about the not even actually like my life I'm very always worried about like how I'm perceived like, mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. about how I am because I really think that I'm great. Like, I like myself and I like my life, but I'm always worried about how that will be perceived by other people. Like, I spend a lot of time looking at my Instagram <laughs> and worrying about, like, yeah. okay, well, like, if you were a guy that I like and we now are at the point where, like, you can see my Instagram and all the things and... Like, will you look at this and be like, yes, this is the kind of girl I would like to be with. Or yeah, like, I, I would like to introduce to my friends. Um, I'm always very worried about if I dress this way, will I go into a situation where I'm hanging out with my coworkers? You know, will they see me worthy of respect? Because we don't see each other. My company is we don't have a physical location. So nobody is ever together. Um, I work 100% remote. So we are always just talking via email and all the things. And I think, you know, via email and like in writing, I'm always, you know, I have a handle on it. I'm very professional and all the things. But it's like when you see me in person, are you still going to have that same level of respect for me? Um, You know, I just am always so worried about that. And I'm always worried about my mom's friends, kids. Like, what are they going to think of me? Like, I just, it's all Mm. these random 
things that don't actually matter. And it's like, I have a hard time with like, I like how my life is now. Mm -hmm. But like, will other people like it too? And it's like letting go of like, that literally does not matter. (laughs) Like, those other people and their thoughts don't matter they don't affect they they should not I shouldn't allow it to affect my happiness and so like yeah some of the things on my list like just to highlight a couple of like the first thing I wrote down is like there's more to life than becoming a wife and mother cherish that time mm-hmm. because I was always so afraid when I was younger like what if I don't get married by this age and then I'm just going to be stuck single forever or what if I don't have a kid in time and then I just like can't have one and I, like, for so many, so many, so many years, I would say, like, t- age 23 to 27, I'm not fully present with, like, myself and developing myself as a person and enjoying my life as I should have because I was so worried about convincing the boys I was dating that I was, like, worthy of being a wife and mom for them and, like, a child that did not exist. And it's like, that is great when you get there. Right. You don't – I was so afraid of, like – oh my God, what if I turn 30 and I'm still alone? Like, it's really going to be okay though. (laughs) Like there are other great things that have happened. Like once I let that go, Um, same with like standing up for yourself is not being disrespectful. Like I have stayed friends with so many people over the years that I didn't need to be staying friends with because I was so afraid of like, well, what if I stand up for myself? And then she gets upset and then we're not friends anymore. And then like, what does my life look like without these people as my friends? Yeah, it's like, hey, girl, here's a fun thought. It looks better. It looks like I, right now I'm in the <laughs> season of like all the things I was really afraid of. I have conquered them. And like my life is better. Like, I don't have friends that I'm worried about. Are they talking bad about me? Are they being mean to me? Are they sleeping with my boyfriend when I'm not present? Like, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Like, I know right now all the people that I'm friends with. They, like, genuinely want to be my friend, and they don't want to sleep with my boyfriend. I don't have a boyfriend, yeah. but, like, you know, if I got one, yeah. you guys aren't going to sleep with him. No. <laughs> and then lie to me. Yeah. So it's, like, it is so scary to go into the unknown, but, like, a lot of times <laughs> it is, bless you, it is better on the other side. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. Hashtag growth. That's. That's another one I put on my list, therapy. I was so, so afraid of starting therapy. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to start talking about all my trauma and, like, all the things I don't talk about ever. And then I'm just going to realize I'm just, like, horrible and damaged and then I'm going to be terrible and sad for my whole life. And it's like, no, actually, once you start talking about it and, like, getting on a good path, it's, like, it's scary to, like, tell people all the things that you don't say out loud to people. Like, once you get it out, like, I literally feel lighter Mm -hmm. wow that's great so Um, that's my intention for the rest of this I mean not just the the year I want it to be my intention for the rest of my life like I had the most amazing trip for my birthday and I like have been wanting to go to Europe for years but I was always just like well what if I freak out on the plane because planes make me anxious and so anything over like a three-hour flight I would just be like oh no I can't go I wouldn't even entertain the idea of it because I was so afraid of like what would happen on the plane. Yeah. Well, nothing happened on the plane. Conquered your fear. (laughs) And I had the most amazing time. And now it's like, look, you can do hard things. It's not like sometimes it really will just like be scary and it will be hard, but like 
you'll feel so good when you like let it happen yeah I gotta work on that I really refrain from doing a lot of things because I'm scared I'm like I'll sing the whole hairspray soundtrack in front of 10,000 people but to tell my boss that he doesn't pay me enough no way (laughs) I'll just live like this forever (laughs) like actually you're so right this is actually a livable wage and I am just being dramatic yeah and like I don't know what it is about like this I don't know I think I'm going through like a a turning point in my life like I feel like I I think there's gonna be something good happening after it because my brain is like well don't do that because like what if this person gets upset because of that and like well you your mom wants like told you to do this so you should do that because you can make her happy but then everybody's gonna be she's gonna tell everybody that you're gonna have an interview and then everybody's gonna be asking you and then you're gonna feel like you're making everybody upset because you didn't get it you know so something my roommate told me one time is like it's okay to keep pieces to yourself yeah I'm learning that And I think that that kind of goes hand in hand with the fear because I think you and I have that similar of like, it's not necessarily the thing that's scary. It's the talking about it and then other people being able to perceive it and like give their two cents. Like that feels scary. Like even the other day I told my mom, I have like a pretty cool job opportunity on the horizon and I didn't tell anybody right away. I just like made a pro con list myself. And now I've decided like, yeah, I mean, it came to me, it would be silly to not explore it. I don't have to take it just because you take an interview doesn't mean you have to do it doesn't mean you have to take the job or make any changes. But like, I know that to other people, this will seem like taking a step back or downgrading. But for me, it's not that and so I have to just it's um, it's a current thing like even I just told my mom yesterday and she was like oh you want to do that and I said yeah I'm gonna do it I'm gonna yeah and then when they say stuff like that you're like okay immediate regret immediate regret (laughs) and then we were talking it out and she's like well I thought that you said you were kind of done with like the fashion and retail side of things and it's like I immediately took it as a negative. I was like, oh, she's not going to be supportive. My mom thinks I'm making a bad choice. But then when I talked it through with her and I let her know, like, the way the schedule is set up, I feel like will be better for my mental health. Um, I think that I have an opportunity to make a lot more money. And I think for, you know, my goals for Snacks in the City, this job would put me in a position to maybe network with people in a more similar space and like start to make friends and connections in a space where like, um, you know, I'll be able to help snacks thrive. Whereas right now I feel like I'm working in a field, which I love my work and I love what we're doing, but it's just not very, it doesn't go hand in hand with snacks. It doesn't give me a creative outlet. I feel very like stuck. Like I have to only, you know, I have to stifle my personality a lot. I feel And I just have to be really careful all the time about like what I do and don't say and what I do and don't post. And I always think of it from a frame of like, eventually, if snacks, 
you know, gets to where I want it to be. Able to keep this down, it always like kind of in my mind frame. And like this new job, I don't think that it would be such a thing. I think that snacks would be, you know, a bonus. Like it would be, they really have the potential to work together. And so, you know, but once I explained all that to my mom, like why I think it's good and why it would be cool if I got it, and she was like, Yeah, I'm bored at first, but when you talk it through, like, yeah you absolutely should send your resume in. And I was like, okay. That was terrifying. I thought cool. I was going to throw up. <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> yeah. just like, similar to like, I don't know. I don't have that with like snacks. So many people are like, oh my God, you're going to do that? You're going to start a podcast? You're going to start posting all the time and like actually be, and I'm like, yeah, why not? Like, that's not scary to me. But it's like other little things like that, like what I'm, I'm going to change my job and, I'm just like, but like, do you guys think I'm being smart? And it's like, no, I know I'm making a good choice for myself. Yeah. Like, and you gotta look out for you first. And yeah, like just because something is hard doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. And just because something is scary doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Yeah. And like, you can be scared and still do it. Right. And then if it works out well, then it'll be even like it'll feel even better because you're like why was I scared so I'm just waiting for my why was I scared moment (laughs) yeah but you gotta like take the first step and then yeah like yeah honestly I think fear can either be very hindering or it can be very helpful yeah like and then you just have to choose like are you going to let the fear like propel you into something new and cool or are you going to let the fear just like keep you where you are yeah it's crazy I didn't know that I was going to say that but now that I said it profound it's profound I should get that's going to be my next tattoo just kidding (laughs) (laughs) but yeah especially like doing something new obviously people are scared to try new things I mean most people at least me unless like I know I'm going to be good at it or like people you you know like I don't want to try something new if I don't know what the outcome will be you know (laughs) yeah like but I think like reshaping your mind frame will be like good for you because yeah it's like how do you know you're good at something if you don't try like you always say like you for sure have that mindset like what it like the you are like a glass half empty kind of person sometimes Cause like you always speak in like, oh, well, like, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. And it's like, cause that if I say that, then nobody expects me to say anything good ever about that. Right. <laughs> Which like, I am dabbling with the like, um, I mean, I don't know anything, but I can try is like something I'm starting. Cause I feel like that's the thing you and I used to say all the time. Like, oh, we don't know anything about anything. Next. And yeah. then it's like you just like move on you don't try but like something my family always says all the time is like we'll say like you have glass fingers so like I always tell my grandma she has glass fingers for example last night she was like oh I got a text from the like cable company that um they upgraded our like internet speed and so that's like all you have to do is turn the modem off and turn it back on and then it'll like update 
and I was like, faster. And I was like, oh, okay, did you do it? And she was like, no, I don't know how to do that. And I was like, you didn't go look for the power button on the modem? And she was like, no, nah, I just figured I would wait for you to be here and you do it. Like she didn't even go look at it and try. And I was like, I'm sure there's just like literally a power button. And then you yeah. push it to turn it off. And then you push it to turn it back on. And then you leave it, right? There's no other steps. And she's like, right, no other steps. And I was like, but you didn't even go look. And she's like, no, because I know that I don't know technology things. And I said, okay, you have glass fingers. I will do it, but, like, you have glass fingers. Like, that's just something we say in this house. That's and so, funny. like, me and you are going to work on not having glass fingers. <laughs> yes, we are. Because, like, I know if somebody tells me of something, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I think this job that I have currently has really, that was kind of the start of the push for me to be, like, my boss just like genuinely is like very cool, very independent, very friggin' like brilliant. And she's like very resourceful. She has no time for like somebody to twiddle their thumbs and be like, oh, I don't know. She'll be like, well, did you Google it? Did you look up like the policy and proceed? Like she'll just find a something. There is always a something you could be checking, you could be reading, you could be looking, searching for an answer for a solution and like if you don't then she's like oh that's weird that you just like you just like asked for help immediately you didn't try to solve the issue yourself and I was like oh I guess I didn't realize that was an option like just because I don't know doesn't mean I can't find out yeah we're on the up and up here now we are we're gonna turn it around turn it around turn it turn it turn it around um, well, I think for starters, I know you said you're not going to, and I know that this is going to go in one ear and out the other. But I think for me, this list that I made on my birthday was truly the start of like, I chose being less fearful as my intention because I read the list. And it's like, literally, the whole list is like, I'm clearly afraid of when I don't have the control. Like, when I don't know, like, like exactly like you were saying, when I don't know what's on the other end of my choice, I will just like stick with like one of mine is like, I don't have the list in front of me. But I one of them is like, it's better to be alone than to be with like an unsure, unstable partner, I think is what I wrote. Yeah, I just like, would like every guy I've ever dated whether I thought I was going to marry him or not, I just stayed with every single boyfriend for far too long. Like every boyfriend I've ever had, there's been a point where I'm like, we need a break or we need to not be dating. I always hit that point at some point. And then I don't say anything. (laughs) I'm just like, (laughs) if he doesn't say anything, I'm not going to say anything. I literally only have one boyfriend that I was like, should we talk about something because I think I'm thinking you're feeling it too and then I he just like talked me out of it and I was like yeah you're right and then like two months later he was like actually ever since you said that thing I can't stop thinking about it and I think you're right I think we do need to be broken up like I, I think you're right and I was like so you're breaking up with me now because it's your idea even though so I am okay. and it's like I will literally never ever ever put myself in that position ever again like because what is there to be afraid of being right. single when like I can control my peace and my happiness every single day it's yeah. actually much scarier to like stay with a man when you like don't know how they feel about you or like where they intend for the relationship to go that's much more unsettling you're anxious every single day like 
Totally. Am I doing the right thing? Does he like me still? Is this enough? Am I kissing him enough? Does he want me to be doing more? Should I be cooking more? Like, what? Should I wear something yeah. here? And it's like, or if you're feeling like that, why don't you take a step back and you could just like have a good day? Yeah. It's as simple as, I want to have this for breakfast. I'm going to have that. I want to go for a walk right now. And then you do. I want to be respected like this. And you set that bar for yourself. Like, that's actually far less scary. It's far less nerve-wracking. Yeah. And I think it's also, like, one of those things where the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Like, yeah. It's like, like, what if I make this life change and it's worse, you know? Which is terrifying. Right. But it's but also like there's only there's one always way to find out. there's only one way to find out and like you can all like your choice is not finite. Right. Like Nothing if you make permanent. a choice and it sucks, then you just like you're like, Oh, okay. This one was upsetting. Let's do a different one. Yeah. Wow. You so I think you should make a list. Should be the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> I did say the other day I wish so badly that I stayed in school and I like didn't see everything circles back to fear for real. It I'm does. I'm not kidding. I said a really long time ago, like in my youth, that I wanted to go into politics and I had like several really terrible teachers who made me feel like all I had to offer was like my fun personality and my pretty face. And so I just like really kind of stopped trying. I I am very smart, but you I just are. like stopped trying. I would say probably starting my junior year of high school, I really just like stopped trying so hard to like prove that I was smart because I just, I feel like if the teachers and the kids are telling you this, this is what you are. And I hate that I did that because so many things in my life would be different if I wasn't afraid of like other people being right. Like I, from the time I watched E! News for the very first time, I said, when I grow up, I want to be Juliana Masic. And like, everyone made me feel like that was such a crazy thing to say. And so I was like, oh yeah, you're right. Like I can't be on TV. I can't just like talk about pop culture and celebrities. Even though I was like, I mean, if you could have seen my room, like, no, I'm not exaggerating. I had a stack, like multiple stacks of every magazine ever. I would like study them because I was like, I want to write for Cosmo. I want to talk on E News. Like, this is what I want to do. And like, people just made me feel feel like those were not real options for me. I'm like, look at the world. They clearly are jobs. Those are clear yeah. things that people do. And I just never even went for it because even my own friggin' counselor, instead of being like, yeah, you could do that. This is what you need to do when you go to college so that you can do that. I had no idea that that was a thing you could do. You can go into marketing. You can go into communications or PR. Like, those are things that you can study and then turn it into a job. I was just like, oh, you're so right. I would be a good kindergarten teacher. <laughs> And it's like, okay. Which well, it's never I am too a late kindergarten teacher, but like, to become who you were meant to be. You know? <laughs> but, like, say it to yourself, too. Yeah. I did the other day. Um, yeah. Oh, my God, you should do the thing. Write it on, like, a sticky note and put it on your mirror. Kendall Jenner does that. I should do that. Um, some other tricks that I've been doing to make myself feel better, like if I have to go somewhere and I'm like, oh, I don't really want to go, like, cause what, you know, I don't know. 
I, and I just say to myself, well, you don't have to go, but like, if you go, it'll be a lot of fun, but you don't have to go. And then I'm like, Maddie, you're right. I don't have to go, but I'm going to go because it will be fun. Or if I think about something that's like making me feel like anxious or overwhelmed, I'll just be like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And then I carry on my day. <laughs> yeah. I think so those are really maybe good. I talk to myself too much. No, but, positive self-talk is a good thing. So those are my tips and tricks, people. Well, I think one more to add to your bag, just because like it fits in with yours. Something my therapist told me one time was like, when you're feeling nervous and like you don't want to go to something or you don't want to talk to someone about something, you should just like imagine like to you, similar to like making a pro con list, like to you. What is the absolute worst outcome from this conversation? Right. What's like what is the what do you imagine is the worst thing that could happen? And then that way, like you have a visual of like, okay, if I tell this man this, what is the worst thing that can happen? And then you can like kind of calm yourself and like plan what your response would be. So then that way, like most likely the worst case scenario does not happen. But like if it does, then at least you're a little bit prepared. Like, okay, if I say this and then he says this, I will be devastated. But I will reply like this and we will move on. Yeah, that is good. Plan, plan, plan. Because then that way, I mean, usually it does. Usually it's never as bad as you think it's going to be. Yeah, you know. I got to remember that, too. I feel like that's the big takeaway from this episode is usually it's not ever as bad as you think it's going to be. And it's got Bette Midler. Yes. Always. Should I get that tattooed on my forehead? We should get it tattooed on our butts. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. That's all I have. You know? That's all I have. This has been very therapeutic. That's all I have. You're all I have. <laughs> oh my god. I love you. I love you. Um and honestly everything's less scary when you have a cool best friend right by your side. Totally. Like like whenever I'm like, oh my god, but then I'm like, Well, breathe. Yeah, you're texting me at like <laughs> one AM the other day and you're like, So my anxiety and I are having a late night chat and you kinda just let off some feelings. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, we hope that this episode helped you know that it, we're scared too. <laughs> and we gave you some tips and tricks to make you feel less scared and just, I think, just fuck the fear and do it, you know? Yeah. And um, don't forget to say our new sign off with your new social media names. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. You can follow us on Instagram at underscore smacks in the city. Our personal handles on Instagram are at Maddie Grissetto and at Brianna underscore Irene. You can follow us on TikTok at smacks in the city. Bree's TikTok is Brianna Irene. Brianna underscore Irene. Oh, oh, okay. And mine is Angel Puppies 19. <laughs> and you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, snacks with an X. And with that, snacks Snacks out.